Have at it, Love Talk Radio. Oops. Voice of the Angels is always giving you more. Every reader in our psychic network has been rigorously tested for genuine psychic ability and accuracy and then approved. In Diane's spiritual toolbox, you'll find services, products, and tools all designed to work together to help you integrate healing and live more dimensionally and well-rounded. You'll find books from intuitive cooking and money and manifesting, CDs and lots of free helpful information. Daily channeled message can come to your inbox every Monday through Thursday. There are free angel card readings online and free weekly astrology forecasts by Joyce Muse. You'll also find award-winning music by Diane Garris, including the music under this message coming out soon on her new CD, Mystics 9. Don't mull over your life. Call the Psychic Network today for affordable, accurate, and amazing advice at voiceoftheangels.com. Good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to Empower, Enlighten, and Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia Elise, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. Hello. Vaping. Ah, so... We are very honored to be sponsored by Voice of the Angels. So once again, we want to say a special thank you to Diane Garris for allowing us to bring this show out to all of you. Thank you. So, thanks, Diane. Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches who are able to help you with your love and relationship issues and concerns. Here you'll get no fluff or fairy tales, no mumbo-jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. If your relationship can be salvaged, we will give our utmost to guide you to that desired outcome. We are both listed members of Voice of the Angels, and you can find us there for both private and chat readings on voiceoftheangels.com. Sarah is listed as Psychic Sarah, and I'm listed as Psychic Sophia Leaf. Um, So tonight our topic we want to share with you is uh, relationships can be confusing, and it is often very difficult to tell when you what your romantic partner thinks what what your romantic partner thinks and feels concerning your relationship especially if their words are saying one thing but their actions say something completely different tonight we will give you your own personal decoder ring to help you figure out if actions speak louder than words or vice versa so tonight we would like to talk about words and actions and which is more important, and hope you can define which is more important to you. So we are taking calls uh, towards the back end of our show for free psychic readings, and our call-in number is 714-868-0775. So that's area code 714-868-0775 to call in for a free psychic reading. So, you know... Relationships can be confusing and difficult to navigate for many reasons. It's hard to tell what your romantic partner is thinking, feeling, or wants concerning you and the relationship itself. This is especially difficult if their words are saying one thing, but their actions say something completely different. Without this decoder ring, how can you know for certain what they are thinking, what they're feeling, or what they want from you and the relationship if their words and actions are constantly contradicting each other. So when someone says one thing but does something completely opposite of what they have said, you really have no way of knowing what's going on with the relationship. So many people find themselves confused and insecure when it comes to their relationships because just when they think they have the one they love figured out, He or she does something or says something that makes them think the complete opposite. So tonight, we are going to discuss words and actions and try and bring some clarity out of all the confusion created when words and actions are out of whack with each other. Exactly. Hang on one second. Somebody... Sorry about that, Mike. I couldn't get the headphone to work right. When you are in a relationship where what they say does not match what they do, you may find yourself constantly feeling insecure, nervous, worried, because you're completely on edge. You don't you don't get the stability, you know I'm saying, of really feeling secure knowing how somebody feels and, and, and what's going on with them. More than likely, you feel as if it's just a matter of time 
before like the next shoe drops or, or there's a problem or you break up or have a fight. So how do you know what the truth is? Do you go by what they say or do you go by their actions? Well, for instance, let's say your boyfriend never tells you how he feels about you. Yet he calls or he texts you every day and he pretty much sees you, you know, constantly and consistently. Because he has not verbalized his feelings, you may be wondering if he has any and what, if anything, those feelings are. In many cases, just because your new boyfriend is not yet ready to express verbally how he feels does not mean he feels nothing for you. Sometimes people are more comfortable expressing their feelings through actions before expressing them through words. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer for them to open up their feelings to you. And you're probably wondering, like, well, like, just what is a reasonable amount of time? If you've only been dating someone for a few weeks, expressing their feelings to you is just simply not realistic because... Even if they were to say, I love you or whatever, they don't know you in a couple of weeks. So, you know, allow them to express feelings in a active way rather than a verbal way because then you can pretty much gauge that the words should soon follow. If the actions start, the words should follow. It's kind of the opposite with the rest of it. Just because the words come and you may think, ooh, I got the words, if the actions don't often follow that, and if they don't, the words are basically meaningless, completely meaningless. Yeah, so so when you are dating someone or, or just at the very, very beginning of a relationship with someone, you might feel the urge to put your feelings out there in an effort to speed up the process and learn what your love, your new love interest feels for you. And this is probably not the greatest idea, as Sarah said, because there are risks involved when putting it all out there. This is probably one of the biggest issues that we have with some of the new agey concepts of, you know, oh, you just need to put it all out there and let you let him know how you feel about him. What have you got to lose? Everything. And him. him. Okay? Here's why. First of all, he may not really have acknowledged to himself yet how he feels about you and would find it difficult and uncomfortable to articulate those feelings back to you, okay? But when their actions show they are interested in you and that they care for you, why not wait for them open up and talk about their feelings before jumping the gun? Jumping the gun, bad, okay? Mm -hmm. If it is just to satisfy your own insecurity and impatience or you may need to have some sort of validation from them, whatever, maybe you should learn to deal with those feelings of insecurity and impatience first. So we will be presenting a show on waiting and patience sometime during the next month or so, and this is probably also one of the topics that you may want to check out. And, we'll, of course, we'll post it to Blog Talk Radio and to the Voice of the Angel stuff so you know when that show is coming up. Right. Well, if you really think about it, a lot of times putting it out there, I mean, it sounds very empowered. Like, you know, why can't I tell somebody how they, you know, feel, you know, I feel about them. Why do I have to wait for them? But at the same token, if you're doing it, not just because you are feeling in that moment, like, wow, I love you. I care about you. And you just, bleh, you know, express it. That's one thing. But if you are purposely putting it out there to get validation, you're not really expressing your feelings of love or caring or whatever. You're expressing your feelings of insecurity and impatience. And that's that that's not what this kind of thing is all about. And that's actually not an empowering thing to do. That's coming from a place of weakness, you know what I'm saying, and insecurity. And you know what though? If you put your feelings out there, you know, when you're out on a date, whatever, and just look at him and look into his eyes and go, I love you, and he says nothing back, you're going to feel worse. Well, you know, you have, to, you have to acknowledge that everybody develops feelings, figures them out, you know, and all of this at, at different times. Just because you're ready to hear it does not mean that they're ready to say it. 
And and really, what's the rush? If when you're out with them, you feel, hey, they're having a good time and they're showing me that they're interested and da-da-da-da. I mean, do you really – I mean, what are you, 14? You need to hear the words too? Because in a lot of ways, somebody could be saying all of that to you right from the get-go and you may thinking, be thinking, that's exactly what I want. I need to hear this garbage right away. But then again, if the actions don't follow up with it, all you've been told are lies. So allow them the time that it'll take for them to acknowledge those feelings. So when they tell you their feelings, their truthful feelings. See what I'm saying? And some people are not verbally expressive. You know, saying when it comes to their emotions, they have a harder time, you know, articulating what it is that they feel. Not every man has the ability to write love poems and sonic sonnets and like love song lyrics. The longer you date them, generally will do nothing to change that either. If time is of the essence, giving him more time to develop his poetry writing skills will not work. He will not morph into William Shakespeare. The strong silent type who holds everything in will really never make you happy if you're someone who needs the verbal expression of feelings and emotions, you know, because this man is just simply not right for you. He's he's a strong, silent type, keyword silent. Some may get more expressive with time, but please don't think that everyone does because that's just simply not true. I mean, for instance, we have a client who has been waiting for this guy to tell her that he loves her. You know, when will he tell me that he loves me? When will he express his feelings for me? What are his feelings for me? This guy, on the other hand, has had several relationships, all ending extremely badly. So it's going to take a bit of time for him to open himself up to her emotionally, not just, you know, for himself, you know, saying to kind of let his guard down and all of that, you know, and also having, you know, kind of getting over that fear of expressing it to her. I mean, he's not an emotional midget. He's cautious. But action-wise, he calls her, you know, just to see, you know, how her day went first thing in the morning and make sure that he tells her, you know, he hopes she has a great day and he's the last person in the evening that she talks to. And, you know, he wants to hear all about how her day went and, you know, and all that. He put in a new tile floor for her. He built a shed in the backyard for her gardening tools because she likes to garden. He spends every single weekend with her. And, you know, he has expressed that he feels very comfortable when they're together. And he's showing her by what he does that he cares about her. He's just not ready to have a deep discussion verbally about it. And so many people get completely, you know, hung up on hearing the actual words when the actions are just as, you know, or if not more important than the words. So, you know, what if he tells you he really loves you, but then hits on your sister? You know, and let's be realistic about love too. It takes time to really fall in love and get to know someone. So have realistic expectations of when the words you know, should come. And if they do come too early, I would find them a bit suspect. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And once feelings and emotions are all out on the table, you may believe the relationship will take a huge step forward. But what if the one you love says he loves you and doesn't want to lose you, but his actions are telling you something completely different? I mean, we are not all perfect people. And actions and words will not match up 100% of the time, but they should at least match up about 90% of the time, okay? So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back from our break, we're going to give you some specific examples of contradictory actions and words so that you can see if uh, they apply to your life and how you can work through those. Once again, we are taking callers. Uh, in the second half of the show, our call-in number is 714-868-0775. And this isn't the regular Voice of the Angel show. That comes on right after this one. This is Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life with Sarah and Sophia Elise. 
and we'll be right back in just a minute or so. Everyone is looking for answers, whether it's love, career, or any area of life. Our live online psychics have been rigorously tested for accuracy, so your important questions get answers that truly help you move forward. Are you new to voiceoftheangels.com? Get your first three-minute reading for free. And we have free angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best. Visit us now at voiceoftheangels.com. I start my day with an amazing and helpful tool, the Daily Channeled Message. It used to just make a difference in my day. Now we can make a difference together. Your $8 a month subscription goes into an angel fund and we get to pay it forward for others in our Voice of the Angels community who could use a bit of help during the year. Coffee and the Daily Channeled Message by Diane Garris. A great way to start the day. Visit dailychanneledmessage.com and subscribe today. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, and Vision Your Life with Sarah and Sophia. Hello, Sarah. Hello. I'm vaping. Hello. So uh, we are sponsored by voiceoftheangels.com. You can find Sarah and I at voiceoftheangels.com for both chat or phone readings. And always remember, if you're a new caller, you've never called the network, your first three minutes to call a psychic on voiceoftheangels.com, your first three minutes is free. And Diane is also very generous about sending out three free minutes to callers on a, on a pretty consistent basis. So... Sarah and I also have Facebook fan pages. Um, one is called uh, Psych. What, didn't we just change them yesterday? Well, to make it easier to find the So easier to find us. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash soulmates and twin flames, you can find one of our Facebook fan pages there. And the other one is facebook.com forward slash what? Forward slash who? What did Wait. you call the second one? I don't remember. Love Psychic Reading by Sarah and Sophia. Love Psychic Readings by Sarah and Sophia all smooshed together as one word. So that's how you find us on Facebook. We do post a lot of inspirational messages out there as well as blogs about love, relationships, soulmates, and so on. Um, And we also sometimes from time to time run run a few contests as well. We have Um, an app there too. Right. We do have have an application. We have it for Google Play and for Apple. So either iPhone or iPad, you can download the app. By, by finding it on our Facebook fan page. Anyway, to these podcasts on it too. and you can listen to these podcasts on it as well. They're all they'll all be stored out there. Um, so we're talking about relationships and how they can be confusing, especially when words and actions are in contradiction to each other. Okay, so. We are taking callers for for free psychic readings, mini readings. Our call-in number is 714-868-0775. So before the break, we said that we would come back and give you some specific examples of how contradictory words and actions work in relationships or don't work in relationships. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. Don't work in relationships. So what do you got, Sarah? Okay. Let's say the man or woman you love tells you that you're you know, important to them and the relationship is important to them and blah, blah, blah. The problem is, though, that they never seem to have any time for you. Of course, you can understand you know, if there is something going on at the moment that requires more of their attention right now. But if, for the most part, there is always something going on that takes priority over you and of the relationship, then not only are their words and actions opposite, their words really don't mean squat at this point, do they? People that are taking you for granted, you know, that that can happen. But, you know, chances are, you know, with their words, they could just be giving you lip service. I mean, we all take each other for granted here and there and kind of put people on a lower priority even though we don't mean it but if it's constantly and consistently where they're showing you that they don't have time for you and they're not making time for you but they can make time you know for everything and everything else then the whole verbiage of you know you're important to me and so is the relationship basically is completely and totally negated it may be time for you to bring to their attention that if this relationship 
is important to them and if you are an important part of their life, that they need to start showing it, not just talking about it, showing it. Because when you're sitting by yourself, you could, you know, listen to those words in your head and they're not going to make a damn bit difference. You need to see, not just hear. So if you don't feel important to him or her because their actions are making you an extremely low priority, no amount of words are going to make you feel better. Right, exactly. So many people tend to get hung up on words and cannot forget things that were said out of anger, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Many people resort, and you know, and when we're fighting with our romantic partner, many people resort to insults and accusations and words meant to hurt during an argument. Some of those words we need to let go of and chalk up to things said in the heat of the moment. However, if every time you have a little fight with the one you love and they resort to using foul language and calling you a bitch and making threats or breaking up with you, their words should not be so easily dismissed. They may act like they're sorry and apologize profusely and whatever for saying these things every time the two of you fight. But if they keep on saying those things over and over and over every single time that you guys have an argument, then they're not really sorry, are they? So it is time to take a stand, and the next time they say they're sorry, tell them to take their sorry and shove it, and that they are going to really be sorry because they've done it one too many times, and you are no longer going to accept it. And, and then you've got to back that up. Yeah, with your action, not just with your words. You've got right. to do it. Yeah, you've got to definitely pull through. And that's with any anything that, you know, keeps recurring in a relationship where they keep screwing up. I mean, it could be canceling on dates. It could be forgetting to call you. It could be cheating on you. It could be, you know, anything. They They may say that they're sorry, but if you're not seeing that they're sorry by their action – then sorry is just like a word that they're using basically to get you to shut up, calm down, and take them back, continue on with the relationship, and let go of your anger. Don't let it go until you get the actions that back up those sorry words. And now we'll go to our next example. Let's, for instance, make up an imaginary couple. We'll call them Mark and Amanda, okay? Mark tells Amanda time and time again, how much he loves her, feels connected to her, has never met anyone like her, and thinks she is the absolute most perfect woman for him on the planet. The problem is is that Mark is still married to his wife. Uh-oh. Although he's separated. Wait a minute, he's separated. And Mark constantly tells Amanda how much better she is in every way, you know, than his wife, and that, you know, he is just so much happier, you know, now with her, you know what I'm saying, than he was in his, you know, previous relationship. The problem is, again, Mark has not yet even retained a lawyer and has started nothing to get the actual divorce process moving along. Now, when Amanda got a psychic reading from us, okay, and was told that he has done nothing to get the divorce ball rolling, Amanda didn't care. He was so loving and expressive verbally that she was happy. She bought every bunch of garbage that he was telling her, hook, line, and sinker. Now, what Amanda didn't realize, though, was that if he really did want this future with her that he kept talking about daily, he would be doing something to make that future a reality now, wouldn't he? He told her part of the reasons were, you know, financial and about the kids and blah, blah, blah. We told her that he was full of it. We didn't get that. It just was not showing up in, in the reading. It was that he, you know, just really didn't want to make that final step for, you know, other reasons. But he kept using these flowery words to keep Amanda from paying attention to the fact that he, if he really meant those things, his actions would support those things. See, Amanda's last boyfriend never expressed ooey-gooey, smoochy-woochy feelings towards her. So when this guy, you know, threw her his line of BS, I mean, she really just took it and ran with it. 
we told her to start mentioning to him about the divorce procedure when he started talking about the future. And like we said he would, he kept avoiding the subject. She asked us why. And we said because he's full of baloney, that's why. He didn't really want the divorce, no matter what he was telling her. And he was basically using Amanda while he and his wife were, were estranged because he didn't like being alone, but he didn't know what he was going to do about his wife. And we kept telling her, you're in a very dangerous position. This guy doesn't know what he really wants. And she was like, no, he keeps telling me what he wants. And we kept telling her, then where are the actions that are supporting it? If you re- if, if I'm hungry... And I keep telling you I'm hungry and the refrigerator is full. Aren't you going to look at me like, hey, bozo, then why aren't you getting some food? Why do you keep talking about it? Why don't you do what you say you want to do? You want food? Go get it. If I don't, after a while, you're going to really think, hmm, she must not be that hungry, is she? Same thing with this. If they really want you, why won't they come get you? Exactly. So let's give another example. Let's say your significant other is unemployed. And you pay most of the bills and are supporting both of you financially. You're doing what you feel you have to do during this tough time, and your significant other keeps telling you how much they appreciate what you are doing. That's all fine and dandy if they're sending out resumes, going on interviews, and willing to do whatever they can to make your life easier while you work like a dog to pay the bills for the two of you. If they are sitting on the couch watching television, playing video games in their pajamas or on the computer, then their words are meaningless and they are moochers and need to stand on their own two feet for a change. If someone really feels bad for you, they won't just say it. They will take any job to bring in even a little bit of money to help out because even 200 bucks a week working at McDonald's is more helpful than, you know, them reaching level 24 and on the latest video game, whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. If they really do not want to be a burden on you, then even if they can't find work, they would do, you know, your share of the household chores. They would, you know, try to make, make dinner. dinner. Instead of just sitting around making a mess and you having to come home and say, you know, I told you to go get my dry cleaning, why didn't you? And they're like, well, because I was watching the Walking Dead marathon or whatever. Am I right? Yes, yep. I am. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in breakups, what they say and how they act can be two different things as well. If someone tells you they no longer want to be in a relationship with you, but are still talking to you, calling you, texting you, hanging out with you, spending time with you, and are even still having sex with you, you may be so confused, you don't know what the heck is going on. Their words are telling you it's over, yet their actions seem to be revealing the complete opposite, and you don't know what to believe. You may start falling into the, okay, well, maybe they want me back, and then their words keep, oh, no, remember, we're not getting back together, or we're not together. And you're wondering, are are they using you until they find someone else, or have they tried to redefine your relationship, you know, to one with no strings attached? And until they reveal their true intention, you may not be aware of their real motives or desires, and, and you can't let go of what is happening because you really want them and you just want to know what's really going on. So what you have to do is if you really are going to say to them that you either want this or you want nothing, meaning you want to get back together with them and you want the relationship back or you want nothing, you're going to have to back it up with your actions. If they won't give you what you want, then you need to give them nothing. And at least then that, you know, that forces their hand. Because when somebody, you know, verbally promises you something, yet by action they do not come through on that promise, you need to learn to accept that their word doesn't really stand for much. And all the other hearts and flowers and stuff that they may, you know, have said are worth the same thing as their promises, which is basically bupkis. Sure. We may all have had to break a promise here and there in our lives due to extenuating circumstances. But if promises are made and broken over and over and over again, 
it's time for you to accept the fact that they're liars, untrustworthy, and basically have zero integrity. Once you accept that about them, you will see that a lot of their actions also show those same qualities about them. Our words should mean something, and it should be used wisely, for good and for bad. And without following through on our actions, our words are basically meaningless. So if you feel the need to tell someone to leave you alone and that you never want to speak to them again, then you need to leave them alone as well and not initiate contact with them either. Basically, in one line, if you don't mean it, don't say it. Exactly, because once you've said it, you better be able to back that puppy up. All right, so we're going to take another short break. We'll be right back, and um, we'll finish up our topic, and we'll start taking some calls. So we would like to ask, though, that you limit limit the call to one question, as we do have quite a few callers in line waiting to, to have questions answered by us. So we'll be right back in just a bit. Life doesn't come with an instruction book. If you want answers that help, visit voiceoftheangels.com. All of our live online psychics have been tested for ability and accuracy. New to our psychic network? Get your first three-minute reading for free. We also have angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best today with the psychic readers at voiceoftheangels.com. Everyone is looking for answers, whether it's love, career, or any area of life. Our live online psychics have been rigorously tested for accuracy, so your important questions get answers that truly help you move forward. Are you new to voiceoftheangels.com? Get your first three-minute reading for free. And we have free angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best. Visit us now at voiceoftheangels.com. Welcome back to Empower and Enlighten and Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. She is there. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Don't do that to me. I thought your computer died. Because <laughs> we are connected through your computer. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah, but if my computer died, then you wouldn't be connected either. Well, I know. That's the point. All hey. right. So, anyway... Mercury is still retrograde until Sunday, folks. So just a reminder there. Yep. Right. So Sarah and I are love and relationship psychic and certified relationship life coaches, and we're able to help you with your love and relationship issues and concerns. We don't give any fluff or fairy tales. There's no mumbo-jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. You can find us at voiceoftheangels.com. And Sarah is listed as Psychic Sarah, and I'm Psychic Sophia Elise. Always remember that your first three minutes with Voice of the Angels is free if you've never been a caller before. And so Diane's also very generous in sending out free minutes on pretty much a monthly basis. So we are taking callers. Please limit it to one question, though. Our call-in number is 714-868-0775. That's 714-868-0775. And we've been talking about how words and actions conflict. When words and actions conflict in your relationship, it can send you, you know, very confusing mixed signals, all right? So we've given um, some examples, and we're going to give a final example of when actions speak louder than words. And so here's the example. Brenda and Bob met on an Internet dating site. They started emailing each other on the site, then quickly moved to telephone conversations that lasted for hours every single night. They have not met yet, as they live 150 miles apart. But since they've been talking daily for three months, Bob tells Brenda that he has developed feelings for her and that he wants to plan a future with her. This makes Brenda feel very connected to Bob. But Brenda has seen no real action from Bob in terms of going to visit her, inviting her to come visit him, whatever. She hears his words and things. She hears his words and so on. And the actions of him calling, texting, and emailing her all match up. But Brenda is not looking at the bigger picture, okay? If Bob really wants a relationship with her, he will find the time not only to talk and text 
her, but to see her in person, okay? This is the action that really counts. Spending time with her in person and communicating with her in person, okay? A relationship has to be in person for it to be a real relationship. Well, you brought up a good point. There's so much talk, This is, and this is one of the biggest tricks and traps that women fall for, is the talking about the future. If there's nothing going on right now, that is progressing the relationship, you know, things showing that they really care and blah, blah, blah. A lot of times what men will do is they'll talk about the future. Someday they're going to do this. Someday you guys are going to be together. Someday they're going to tell you this. Someday you're going to get that. Someday you're going to go on vacation. Someday you're going to get married. They have no intention of doing anything like that someday. And what happens is the, the women get so caught up and, you know, he's telling me all of these things. And all he's doing is making up BS about the future. What is he doing right now? So they look at that, the, that verbiage as like, you know, wow, he must be thinking about a future with me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just because he's talking about one, if he's not doing anything to create one presently in the here and now, this talk about the future, it's a trap. It's a setup because they, a lot of them have no intention of there ever being a future, and they're just using you presently. Get it? So many people, mostly women, have told their romantic partner that unless they do X, Y, or Z, then they're never going to speak with them again, ever, 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 and that they're going to be broken up for good and that they're going to lose them and blah, 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 blah. Then the problem occurs when the significant other doesn't do the X, Y, or Z and nothing happens because there's no, you know, there's no follow-through. The threat that she made verbally and the lack of action basically completely negated her words and now her threats are about as frightening as a kitten, and her words will no longer be taken seriously. Unless so, you're Grumpy Cat. Well, no, but nobody takes him seriously either. They laugh at him. I mean, he, you know, he's not her, drama. Her. Oh, grumpy whatever. R- really? Are we really? Okay. Anyway, so if you plan on making a threat, a demand, using an ultimatum, you and you want to take a stand verbally, be prepared to back it up with action, Otherwise, you can actually make the situation worse, and you should have just kept your pie hole shut in the first place. Always make sure when you're ready to throw that out verbally, an ultimatum of any kind, really think hard about that and make sure your actions can and will follow it up, that you're prepared for that. You know what, though, Sarah? Perhaps the shoe's on the other foot, okay? Mm -hmm. And maybe you're too busy playing hard to get that he thinks that you are not interested in him, okay? Mm-hmm. So are you trying too hard to not show your feelings, that he believes you have none for him at all, or not to sustain a relationship with him? You need to be careful not to be too mysterious. A little bit of mystery is good, but don't be too mysterious, cool, or aloof, or you may find yourself dumped because he is not interested in figuring out if you like him or not or what your feelings are. Some people will only try so hard before they give up. So before they give up on you, your actions and words need to come together yourself, right? Yeah, and they also need to be consistent because sometimes there's that hot, cold thing where it's like, oh, no, I threw something out or I showed him that I like him, so now I've got to rein it all back in. And that could be just so confusing to somebody that they just go, oh, the hell with this. Because when actions and words are in conflict with each other, it, it sends mixed signals. And mixed signals can be very confusing as they have, like, both a a pushing and a pulling effect on your stability and the security of the relationship. If your romantic partner says one thing, you know, and does another or vice versa, it can drive even the most grounded of people a little nuts. When words and actions don't match up, it can be a real sign that there are some games being played in this relationship and with this person. When somebody is playing games with you, they make sure I mean, this is definitely, you know, game playing 101, that their words and actions don't add up to keep you confused on pins and needles and insecure. When you play any game, 
you know, in, in like the area of romance. There always has to be a winner and a loser. And if games are being played in your relationship, one of you will wind up the winner and one of you will wind up the loser. The sad thing is most people have no idea the one they love is playing games with them. So, of course, guess who winds up the loser? And if you are in a relationship where your partner is playing games with you, you must learn to beat them at their own game, for you will always be the loser. And that's why you need to start studying you know, the actions and the words, see if they're matching up, and if they're not, that's the first area that you need to address. Because chances are somebody's playing a game with you on purpose, and you need to find out what it is to get it to stop. Exactly. So... Let's take a call. So, again, our call-in number is 714-868-0775. And please limit it to one question for us because we have a list of callers that we can see that have been waiting for a while. So we're going to bring in the first caller. Area code 818, we're about to bring you in. Hello. Hi. Um, thank you so much for taking my call. And You're welcome. this is Megan. I, I called you last week or week before about a relationship that, well, not a relationship yet, but someone that I met. So something weird happened, and I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was, and I just would like to know, is he going to pop back up, or should I just keep it moving? His name is Phil. Phil. Okay, so you yeah, want to know if, really, uh, go ahead. You guys gave me a really good, you know, outlook with him, good match, be patient, the whole thing. But then I don't know if I said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing, but I haven't heard you know from what? him in a week. You know what? Mercury's retrograde. Really, just wait <laughs> until next week. Don't panic yet, okay? But let me have a, I'm gonna. – we're going to have a look. But just, just hold on, Megan. Just don't panic yet, okay? Yeah, Mercury retrograde. Sure. Time for yeah. these it's it's yeah it's it's not a really good time for communicate miscommunications and misunderstandings running amok and just craziness everywhere here. So, you know what I'm seeing is that he'll probably you know this is this will blow over whatever you feel you've you've done or whatever you think your transgression is with this. I really don't see it as being something permanent, but you know things will kind of balance themselves out here a bit more when we get into Leo. When Leo starts on the 21st of July and runs to the 21st of August, so I really feel that he's going to start taking more action in August and, and actually trying to initiate more communication with you as well. What are you seeing, Sarah? I actually get, well, when did you guys actually have the whatever it was? Um, I, 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 It's been about a week, and then a week communicated online back and forth on eHarmony, and then we called and we had a lifelong conversation where we found out enough to know that we have a lot in common. He followed up with a text the next day, great talking to you, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I returned his text, and then basically, and I don't know if I said the wrong thing or what, but then he just kind of appeared, and when I pulled cards about it, it said that he wasn't thinking very highly of me, and I picked that up, and he wasn't sincere. I didn't know what to think. Well, okay. let's put it this so way. Of, I'll go on. Sorry. I have movement coming within the next seven to ten days. So yeah, I'll that's what I've got, about eight days. And you can't pull cards on this for yourself because you're kind of emotionally attached to it in a way. I don't, know any, any, I don't know any reader that can read themselves. Do you? You have to really – well, I do – but I have to remove myself from it, and I ask myself in third person, and I have to have no emotional attachment to the reading at all. And so because you're emotionally attached to it, you're projecting onto the cards. Yes. You can't project onto the cards your fears, your anxieties, and so on. So put the cards away. <laughs> Wait till my awesome. dream. It's, it's so over. true. It's so true. It's so true. Okay, so put the cards away, Megan, and wait until Mercury retrograde is over. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So but next yeah. week, it looks like communication will start up again. You may even hear from him before then. So just for now, kind of put it on the back burner, on the side burner, whatever, and give him a little space so he can fluff his brain. Mm-hmm. But it's worth yeah. it, then, is basically the bottom line. So it's worth it. He doesn't cool. look like a bad guy. 
Yeah, he doesn't look like a bad guy. We can't really answer whether or not it's worth it because that's more of an opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you have to decide so for yourself if, you, if he's worth it or not. All right, Megan, take care. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, so bye. we're going to take another short break, and we'll come right back and answer a few more calls. Life doesn't come with an instruction book. If you want answers that help, visit voiceoftheangels.com. All of our live online psychics have been tested for ability and accuracy. New to our psychic network? Get your first three-minute reading for free. We also have angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best today with the psychic readers at voiceoftheangels.com. Everyone is looking for answers, whether it's love, career, or any area of life. Our live online psychics have been rigorously tested for accuracy, so your important questions get answers that truly help you move forward. Are you new to voiceoftheangels.com? Get your first three-minute reading for free. And we have free angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best. Visit us now at voiceoftheangels.com. Welcome back to our final segment of Empower, Enlighten, and Vision Your Life. I'm Sophia, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. You can find Sarah and I at voiceoftheangels.com. Sarah is listed as Psychic Sarah, and I'm listed as Psychic Sophia Elise. Remember, if you're a new caller to Voice of the Angels, your first three minutes is free. So check out the site. Diane Garris has a lot of information, a wealth of information to share about spiritual growth and manifestation. So check the site out. Give us a call if you want to try us for your first three free, first three free minute reading. Anyway, so... Um, we are taking calls, and we are going to bring in our next caller who has been waiting patiently at area code 847. We're going to bring you now, 847. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we yes. can. Which okay, first great. Diane suggested, my name's Jen, or Jennifer, and uh-huh. Diane suggested that I call you guys. Um, I, I guess my question is I had a... A sad conversation with somebody that I love. It's been on and off for the last two and a half years. I know he's a soulmate, and he was supposed to come to my hotel. We're long distance, and he was kind of vacillating, and then he said, okay, if it's important to you for us to talk, we will, but I feel like I'm leading you down the wrong path, and that was very surprising to me. So Mercury Retrograde, I'm feeling very bad about this, um, and I just wanted to know if you guys had a sense for where things are going. Um, some of the insight that I've been given is we kind of need to have the talk and I need to go away and, and then maybe something happens, but I'm a little too attached to this. And so I'm just trying to figure out what to do. What's, ah, what's name his name? Like? His name's Josh. He's a cancer. Josh. He's July 3rd. Yeah. Josh. Want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, first of all, okay, I get that there's, okay, this this has not ended Okay, and I do get that verbally he is playing games with you. I hate to say it that way, but that's what he is doing. I don't get that this guy, you know, just like, oh, you know, I'm leading you down the wrong path. Yeah, he is leading you down the wrong path, okay? And he wants to lead you down the wrong path. This is not someone who wants to let you go. He's completely and totally full of crap, okay? He doesn't want you going anywhere. He sure as hell doesn't want you to move on. Okay, he wants you in his life, but he wants to create the definition of what you are in his life, as opposed to allowing you to do it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes perfect sense because he's in a house with another woman who he's not romantically linked to, but he's just doing all this crazy stuff, and I'm just ready to not have it be this way. He, I told him I want marriage and a family, and go on. I'm yeah, sorry. you want to know what? Honestly, where he is right now, I don't like the way he. I don't like the way he behaves. I don't like the way he manipulates. Yep. And I don't like the, the way that he wants power. You know what I'm saying? When you want to have a relationship with somebody, you basically want to share a relationship with you. To me, this is about somebody who wants to kind of control the situation. Yep, that's what I've got, control. You know what I mean? So what? It, so my advice to you would be you're going to have to kind of turn the tables on him and be like, and I would repeat his words back to him. You know what? You're right. I don't want to go down the wrong path. And I would tell him, I heard everything that you said. I believe you. I accept what you said. And now I'm going to let you go. Put it on him. Make him eat those words. Make him think about all that stupid garbage 
that he said to you and let him see the consequences of saying all that garbage to you, and then you disappear for a while. This has to stop because I don't care if the woman gets hit by a water buffalo tomorrow and she's completely gone. He's going to bring all of this dysfunctional nonsense into a relationship with you. So it's not about him being single. It's about this entire dynamic changing. And the only way to do that is for you to take control. That's it. You can go now. So just, okay, use your words back at him. Okay. Use yeah. the words back at him, exactly, because what I have, I've got a control freak. I mean, that's the first thing that I get coming up. And he's he's doing this because of what he's doing, because he's trying to control the way the relationship develops, the speed at which the relationship develops, and he's doing it without telling you, oh, we need to take it a little bit slower. I've got a little bit of fear around me in terms of, like, really being able to commit and trust this and let go and go with it, whatever. And so what he's doing, he's being I'm trying to not say a bad word. (laughs) He's being a weenie, yeah. He's being a Oscar Mayer hot dog. So you know, it's it's like you don't give your power away to him. You take your power back, put it all back on him, and then you go and do something else, and then watch him dance. He has to see a consequence to what he has said to you. And the manipulation that he has used against you, it has to be thrown back in his face. So all of this stuff that he said, you you know, say, I'd be like, you know what, thank you so much for coming to see me because it was important for me to talk to you, even though it wasn't important to you. That's cool. I'm glad you gave me that time. I know you don't want to lead me down a path. I don't want to go down that path. I know you have things, you know, in your life that you have to do. And I thank you for giving me, you know, all of that information and the things that you've been telling me. So I was able to see what I really need to do, which is basically bail. Thanks, and have a great Bye-bye. life. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't, should I let him like come to Chicago or not let him come to Chicago at all? I, don't, I really don't see what is to be gained from it. It'll just be more games that you won't like. He's not ready to give you what you want. All you get is some time spent with him, but it's it's not going to change the dynamic of this. And to me, the one luxury that you have, I mean, because it really sucks that you've got to wait for him to get this other situation under control, but you can also then mm-hmm. use that time to get him to learn how a relationship with you is going to be and who's going to be in control and what you're going to tolerate and what you're not. Because otherwise he's going to go from one dysfunctional relationship into a relationship with you that he's bound and determined and will because his relationship skills suck. You're going to be in a dysfunctional relationship too. And you're not going to like that. Oh, you won't. No, you won't. Thank you, ladies. And we'll, I we'll talk it. about that in the next week. Okay. Take, take care. care. All right, Jennifer. Bye-bye. All right, so I'm going to try and bring in this next caller. Although the area code is showing me something really weird, it says 353 and then like a whole bunch of numbers. So I'm not sure if this is going to work, but we're going to try. Hello? See, I didn't think anybody was there. Hello? Nope. Okay, so there's another caller at area code 201. We're going to bring you in now. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi, Hello. how are you? Have you? Hi. We're good, how are you? I didn't think I was going to get through. Oh, I'm fine. You Super did? Excited you... That you guys oh, what's, yeah. What's your first name? How are you? Claudia. Claudia. Hello, Miss Claudia. What can we do for you? Okay, so... I haven't been in a serious relationship in about seven years, mm-hmm. um, and I just feel that it's never going to happen for me. I mean, do you guys see anything coming, or, like, what do I need to do? There's one person that I'm really attracted to, and we had a relationship, but it didn't really go anywhere. He's back in the picture, kind of. But um, do you guys see anything going on with him or anyone else or, like, what should right. I do? Well, first of all, go back to our show from two weeks ago and listen to the podcast about how to manifest your romantic partner, okay? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be okay. very helpful to you at the moment, all right? Okay. Um, and also, I mean, if you really feel and really believe that you're not going to meet somebody, you're not going to. Exactly. That, that's just the way that works. So you get, you're definitely going to want to try and turn that around first and foremost. Do you want to go first, Sophia? You want me to? 
Yeah, so Claudia, um, I do have someone that comes into your life to create a real relationship mm-hmm. with you, but I don't have them somebody coming new? in. Somebody new. Somebody new. Okay. But I don't feel that mm-hmm. they're coming in immediately, okay? I I think that this is probably, please don't shoot the messenger, I think that this is probably 9 to 12 months out, Okay, this is why we would like you to go back and listen to that show about manifesting and do the exercises that we suggest in doing that, because that can actually speed up the process. You change your thoughts, you change the way you think about relationships, and you believe that someone's going to come into your life because I feel that that, that someone is, okay? And I think that this guy's a little bit younger than you, and works in some way shape or form i don't know why i don't know why but i feel in the real estate world or mortgage or banking or something along those lines what are you seeing Sarah? well let's put it this way i also do get that her best option is for someone new because where she's at right now she's not going to be attracting the right people and the one from the past that she was attracted to that didn't really work out that's back in the picture he's going to leave again he's not the yeah. one i hate to say it but he's not for what you really want out of a relationship this is not the person that's going to be able to bring that to your table. So you're going to have to, you know, I, I, you also have to remember, if you waste time giving your energy to that person, you think you block, you think the right person from coming in. You know what I'm saying? So I hate to say it, but I just don't get that this guy from the past is going to be, you know, anything significant in your future other than a big pain in the behind. Yeah. But this new one, this new one that's going to come in to create a relationship with you, he's cool. Mm-hmm. Really grounded, yes. really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I, that's the kind of person that you need. A lot of years, so I hope it's a good Okay, so let's I'm stop talking about how you're waiting for it, okay? And let's start envisioning how this person's coming into your life and how they're already there and go through the exercise that we talk about. And I think it was two weeks ago, like manifesting what you want in your life or something. If you go through Blog Talk Radio on our our Empower, Enlighten, Envision thing, you can find the recording of that. And it really has some powerful exercises for you to do to actually manifest the relationship, okay? Because you've got to believe that that person's going to come into your life. You have to believe it. Mm-hmm. And she yes. has to understand that she I is agree. worth it. You, know, you are and, worth and it. And she shouldn't be settling, you know, saying for anything less because it looks like in a lot of ways she has kind of set the bar a bit lower because she's afraid of being lonely and never finding the right person. So we tend to set your bar lower. And trust me, you deserve a hell of a lot better than this recurring ex can offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I agree. I'll definitely look into um, the exercises that you guys just told me about. Sure, yeah, because I think that they'll help you as well, because they'll shift. They'll shift your thoughts, mm-hmm. okay? They'll shift your thoughts yeah. about, I'm I'm never going to find a relationship. You don't want to say that. I welcome the relationship that the universe is bringing me. You've got to shift that focus a little bit, okay? Definitely. Okay. Sure. All right, Claudia. Thank you so much. Good luck. You are Thank so welcome. You. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. So I think we have two minutes, so I'm just going to wrap up. So, again, this is Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life with Sarah and Sophia. You can find us at voiceoftheangels.com. If you'd like a confidential private reading, we do both readings. We do readings by both voice, by phone, and by chat using the Click for Advisor service. If you're a new caller, your first three minutes is free. The regular Voice of the Angels show is on right after us, right after this in the next couple of minutes, and Lauren will be hosting that show. Their call-in number is 347-677-0831. They just ask that you limit it to one question per call, as they have quite a few callers that are also trying to get in. So, again, we'd like to thank Diane Garris from Voice of the Angels for providing the show uh, for us so that we can share our relationship share our relationship guidance and advice with you all and we will see you here again next week at 7 p.m eastern time bye bye